You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I am your host, Robin Ayers, and uh, happy to be with you. It's Friday. We made it, (laughs) y'all. We made it. Uh, I hope you are having a fantastic Friday going into the weekend. Uh, Maybe you have some great things planned out for me. It's looking a lot like rest. I don't know what it's looking like for you. But um, anyway, that Tupac right there, Andy, great way to bring in the weekend. Great way to bring in Friday. And of course, we are talking Tupac today because really, really big news uh, dropped today. So we're going to talk about that all. Don't you worry about it. Um, definitely want to send a heavenly happy birthday to Stephen Twitch Boss. If you remember Stephen, he was, uh, well, people addressed him as Twitch. He was known as the dancer. He uh, he was like a DJ with Ellen DeGeneres and had a lot of people smiling all the time. Well, his wife, Allison, posted a photo with their th- three children sending him lots of love on his birthday, the first birthday without without him being here. So definitely sending love and condolences to the family and friends of Twitch. Okay, um, Drake, for those of you who are Drake fans, I know we've been talking about Drake a little bit, you know, or a lot of bit recently. Drake is one number one hit away from tying Michael Jackson as the male soloist with the most number one hits in Hot 100 history. Dang, uh, Drake? Drake? Yeah, no, Drake. Drake is that guy. I mean, who knew? Like, Michael Jackson, for so long, had stood on his own and and uh, created such a divide, not a, even a divide, uh, a gap between himself and so many other solo artists. But here it is. Drake is, is on his way. So, yeah, if you hear that Drake comes out with the number one uh, another number one hit that means he's tying Michael Jackson very possibly can uh you know exceed the only the one and only MJ I guess we will wait to see if he makes history but it'll be making history anyway even if he ties Michael Jackson um okay so if you all remember I did touch on this when it happened this was uh several months ago but Tyrese was suing Home Depot Tyrese sued Home Depot and he basically is suing for racial discrimination. This was after he has workers who were working at his house and his workers went went to Home Depot. He claims that himself and his workers experienced um, they experienced racial discrimination. And so he opened up a lawsuit against them and they have now determined via surveillance that Tyrese was lying in the lawsuit. What lies? I'm not quite sure. I guess the details of it are still to be revealed. But, you know, bottom line is that they're saying surveillance has you on camera, sir. And uh, maybe it is not quite what you're saying in this lawsuit. So we'll see what happens with that. I I want I don't know. I feel like Tyrese needs a win. I feel like Tyrese needs a win out here um, because it just seems like he keeps taking these L's. But maybe it's the season. Maybe it's his season to learn, reflect, change, you know, adapt. We don't know. Uh, I guess we will wait to see also what will happen with this lawsuit. Of course, you know, I am going to keep you posted here on The Raw Report. Um, 25 years ago, four incredible albums dropped. Now, this is only if you are a fan of hip hop, then this will feel good. If you don't like hip hop, then just, you know, bypass this. But four albums dropped on the same day. Outkast, Equimini, 
Jay-Z's Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Most Def and Talib Kweli are Black Star. And Tribe Called Quest, The Love Movement. That's major. If you ain't know, that's major. On the same day, wow, that's just music to my ears. Though That, to me, is the epitome. That's what I was talking about the other day. I miss that real good hip-hop, that real good music. And, um, you know, I'm missing it over here. But it's good to reminisce as well. They gave us a lot of great, great music. And um, so you never know, because I've also seen that... Um, they're still performing. They're still taking on all kinds of, you know, concerts and throwback concerts and stuff like that. So it may not be over necessarily. Um, but let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I mentioned to you earlier that there's some big news regarding Tupac. After 27 years they have finally revealed who has been arrested for the connection, um, who has been connected with the alleged involvement in the death of Tupac Shakur. Now, people have been talking about it. There's been rumors and all kinds of things. And if, if you remember, even just a couple of weeks ago, there had been some activity all in Vegas. There have been some activities, but now there is an arrest. And I, I have questions about this. We've been waiting and sort of, you know, on edge and just it even became. Uh, you know, who who shot you? Who shot Pac? It became a thing. And now that we're starting to get some answers, I need to see how this is going to settle the culture, how it's going to settle with us. And so we'll talk about that um, definitely on the other side. We're also talking about Lauren London, who made an appearance at Revolt World over the weekend. And she she's revealing to everybody why she's not on social media. If you remember Lauren London, she lost uh, her partner and child's father, the one and only Nipsey Hussle. She lost him. And pretty much right after that, very soon after that, she shut down. She was she went, you know, she was MIA from social media for quite some time. But she's revealing why you see her post every once in a while, but why she stays off of social media. So I wonder if she's given us a heads up. I wonder if she's given us some tools and tips that we might want to listen to without going through the, the tragedy and the trauma, of course, but maybe she's dropping some nuggets. We'll see. We're also going to talk about Country Wayne. Are you familiar with Country Wayne? He's the comedian. I actually really like him. He blew up on social media uh, for a while. and But he's doing some other things. He's acting and all these things. We are going to discuss how much money Country Wayne actually pays a month for his family. Y'all, I don't know if you're going to believe it or not, but we will talk about it and break it down on the other side with our contributor of the day. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. Okay, uh, before we go ahead and get started, I do have a question for you. I'm getting ready to put this over in our YouTube chat. I want you to tell me. Again, I like to know who it is that I'm talking to. You guys are, at this point, y'all are community. Y'all are our extended family over here. So I, I like to get to know you a little bit. With that being said, my question for you, at least at the moment, I do have another question for you. But my question right now is how do you utilize social media is it business and branding is it a personal family or is it a bit of both hmm 
I know for me, my personal or my social media, all of my social media has changed so much over the years. It used to be very, very personal and family driven and all of that. But now, you know. We switch things up because we enter different stages of our lives and we, you know, kind of maneuver through and switch things up accordingly. So I want to know from you guys right now, uh, that's over in our YouTube chat. So go ahead and vote on that poll. But right now, I do want to get to our contributor of the day. This is Miles Blocks and Miles to Mogul. How are you today? I'm doing good with that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> you like I put some energy on that. I mean, it's Friday. I'm going to give you energy, yeah. Miles. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so I have to know from you, you know, uh, I, I think it's only fair that I ask you as well. Uh, how do you utilize social media? Is it business and branding? Is it, um, is it you know, you know, family and showing your friends and or is it a bit of both? Social media for me is a tool. That is all it is. I post and I ghost. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> you post and I you ghost? You <laughs> I post and I ghost. Uh, you will not really catch me scrolling unless I'm just in a rut that day or something like that. But most of the time, if I'm going to it, I know exactly whose page I'm trying to go to, what information I'm trying to get, all that stuff. Or I'm posting for myself, but I rarely post. I'm trying to do a better job of doing that because you know, I just think it's just too much on there. It's too hard yeah. to be in the real world, which yeah. is like reality, and then living in the virtual world. Yeah. And a lot of people are living two different lives on those two Ooh. in those two different spaces. You speaking and I facts? Can't, you speaking facts over here, Miles? <laughs> I can't personally deal with it. Like my soul is like, ugh, what is happening here? <laughs> you know, if everybody was so real on their social media and they would say things like. You know, I'm really going through it. I'm going through that or, or you know, this and that is going on. I would understand. And we see that sometimes. But sometimes when we see that, I think people just want attention. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like your everyday things that maybe you don't, you know, you don't necessarily share. I just feel like social media is a highlight reel for most people. Yeah. Or it's a place where they just go to be to have people feel sorry for them. OK, but well, I'm you getting like, too good over here, Miles. You getting you getting too good. I'm, I'm gonna need you to ta table some of that because we still we are going to talk about Lauren okay, London. All right, let me say it. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I yeah. got, I'm in my field. You I'm and sorry. your field. Well, keep the fields. <laughs> keep them until until just a little bit, because I want to get your in your take on you know how she feels and if you agree it sounds like you you definitely agree but i'll let everybody hear that yeah. in a little bit um i want to get straight into the news of tupac shakur uh you know it's been ah. 27 years 27 years i remember it like it was yesterday just finding out about tupac and it, it's almost unbelievable to think that this man's uh person who who took his life has been walking around for 27 years it's hard to believe but now we know that someone who has been in the news someone who has been in the streets have been talking about for quite some time Dwayne Keefe D Davis was arrested uh, for his involvement and so it seems as though you my my the the thing that I take away from it from you know just reading people's comments and things is they're happy of course you know you want someone to be held accountable for the loss of such a huge treasure for us you know just in society we loved Tupac we still love Tupac and everything that he meant to us but people I get the feeling that some people are like well because we've we've seen arrests we've seen people be charged and then let go 
And so it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, we need to, I'm getting, you know, what I'm understanding from people and how they feel is, okay, we need to see a conviction before we get too happy or before we will have any peace with this. How do you feel about that? Man, this is close to my heart. Me and Tupac are birthday twins. He was like my original crush. I was crushed when he died. So in his pictures were all over my wall growing up, all the posters and everything i'm in my office right now looking at a picture of him on my wall and i just think like dang this took so freaking long wow and to even know that this guy actually told people in 2010 from based on the information that i've been reading Mm -hmm. that he's had certain conversations about this Mm -hmm. and we and we kind of let it they let it kind of just go on this long this guy's 60 years old like he's lived a full life essentially mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so a part of me is like just sad because he took away such talent such ambition um such a pillar of our community somebody to look up to somebody to listen to mm-hmm. somebody that just had you know common sense and grew up with a strong you know black family upbringing like his mom and his godparents are part of like the black panthers mm-hmm. you know he is black culture so just to know that this guy has been just walking freely and they caught him on a walk home, it's like, are you serious mm-hmm. right now? Like mm-hmm. a part of me is happy that he's caught, but another part of me is like, why did it take so long yeah. when it was such a public situation? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. I, I 100% agree with you. And again, because he was, I, I, what was so secretive, what was so protected that he wasn't caught up before? He wasn't arrested or uh, or any of that. It just feels like everyone everyone talked about this on the streets. Everybody sort of knew, and he talked about it multiple times. So what? how was he so protected that he hadn't been caught in all this time? But, you know, this type of situation actually reminds me much of Bill Cosby and what he went through, like having mm-hmm. done your dirt and you sort of lived a certain amount of time sort of what people would say is like having gotten away with it, you know, um, not to say that that's true, but I'm just saying like in his latter years, Bill Cosby spent how long did Bill Cosby, I'd have to Google it and find out exactly how yeah. many years he spent, but uh, in prison. So it's, it's looking like it, you know, even looking at this man's, um, his mugshot, it's just like, you are an old man, sir. And if you are convicted prayerfully, so if this is the right guy, I'm mm. sure, you know, um, you know, if there if he is the right guy, there will be a conviction right now. He's allegedly the guy. But if this is true, he is getting ready to spend the latter parts of his of his life in prison for something he committed 27 years ago. I mean, it, it is mind boggling to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And based on what I've read, too, he just said all he's telling, you know, all he told authorities is like I was in the car and it was coming from the back seat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I, I'm just and he was facing drug charges, I guess, in 2010 when he had a meeting with the, the federal and local authorities about his drug charges and mm-hmm. facing life in prison. Mm-hmm. And so they said, oh, if you tell us information, you know, you're cool. We'll protect you. And and now this is coming out. So I don't know, honestly, what to believe because he has a whole book with this information in it. Mm. So it's like, what have, what have the authorities been doing and who yeah. are we protecting and why? That is you know actually I mean? a like very good question. Versus, yeah. 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 Drugs versus, you know, the killing of Tupac. Come on, those are two different things. Like you're going down for the killing of Tupac. Forget about your drug charges. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. Whew. Well, you, you make such a great point. It makes you 
question. I mean, we already know that there is so much corruption within the law enforcement and, mm -hmm. and things like that. It's just been proven over the years. So I'm not saying anything that uh, is surprising to anyone, but it just makes you feel like there's something allegedly <laughs> that has gone on with that entire mm -hmm. uh, situation. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is now behind bars, and so we hope to see that there is a conviction if he is, in fact, the one that did it. So do you think, just last question before we move on, do you think that will, seeing a conviction will help settle the feeling, settle the peace within the culture in and of itself, or do you feel like people have just moved on anyway? I think people are still going to have a lot of questions. Like, I'm just really wondering, like, why did this take so long? And, like, you know, like what pro what protection that he had have because clearly he had some type of protection. Mm. So I think it's going to just create more questions. To be honest, I think people that really don't know a lot about this, maybe people that are younger, will be like, "Oh, good, they found their killer." But I think people that are older that this was really close to them, mm. they'll be like, "Wait, hold on a minute, the math is not mathing." Mm. So we'll see. The math ain't mathing. Um, speaking of math, and <laughs> and it ain't mathing. You know who ain't mathing uh, <laughs> for me? I know. <laughs> Country nice Wayne, it ain't the math ain't math in Country Wayne. What you mean? Okay, it's do we bad. have this clip? I want to go ahead and play this clip. He was on the Sherry Shepherd show talking about um, how much he he pays per month for his family. Let's go ahead and take a listen to it. <sighs> have you splurged on anything? Yeah, I, I splurged more than child support. Child support, <laughs> that, that called splurging because that's every month. Okay, you splurge on child support? How much is your child support? Oh, my goodness. Can I ask you that? Yeah, my child support, I, my family, my, just my family cost me uh, about 200 a month. That's $200? 200000 200000 It don't have to cost me that much. What? It just, child support come with, baby mama support, everybody come behind the children with their hands out. Yeah. So oh, man. I, oh, my goodness. I splurge on some, I splurge some things, cars and all that. I just got a million dollars worth of cars, but it ain't nothing like that child support where people with feet walk up on you. talking about 200 how do you pay $200,000 per month to sustain your your family he's talking about he has 10 children so he sustains his his kids lives and the baby mamas now this is the conversation right here it's more that's more uh I'm curious <laughs> I I, I want to talk about that you're paying for the baby mamas that's sort of like what Nick Cannon was saying he's got all these children and he says he doesn't put his kid his kids mothers on like any sort of budget but he does, he says they get whatever they want. So I wonder if similarly that's what Wayne is talking about. But but Miles, two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Tell me, is is that math mathing? <laughs> it's not mathing. And I know, Robin, we're not supposed to be all up in anybody's pockets because we're not. We don't. We're not on the account. We're not an authorized user. <laughs> I get it. But two hundred thousand dollars a month. I Googled this dude. He's supposed to annually make 2.5. If you multiply 200K by 12, that's 2.4 million. So you telling me we only got 100,000 left for the year? It's not working out for me. I'm so glad all. you did the, the That's my girl right there. That's my type of that's my type of lady. I love you. You you like I'm gonna go to the internet and I'm gonna I'm gonna research his net worth and I'm gonna start yeah. doing some math cuz you're right. I I don't understand um you know, it's very possible, by the way, we talk about this often, where on Google, they get the numbers wrong. You know, 
that's people true. have yeah they've yeah. shown in real life okay uh, i remember chad ojo cinco having that conversation he was on a podcast and he was like uh someone whoever the host was they said oh well google said you are about you know your net worth is five million he opens up his phone and goes to his actual checking account. He was like, what that say? He was like, you don't have to say the number, but what does that say? And they're like, oh, clearly Google is wrong, right? And so oftentimes, uh, p- many people have spoken about this. Kiki Palmer, there are so many people who have said mm-hmm. Google's, they don't have it right. So maybe he does yeah. um, make, make a more. little bit more. Maybe he is worth more than the than the $2.5 million that he that it says that he's worth, but... Still, still, with 10 kids. That don't make sense. It it, it just, I just don't know. It don't make sense. It could be looking real good for you right now. Like right now, while you're at the height, it could be looking very good for you right now. I just don't know, again, how you sustain that. And should he... Again, you know, this is I'm asking you to get in his pockets when we are not uh, when we are not authorizing users in the account. But <laughs> hypothetically speaking, should he should he go ahead and try to figure out a way right now that he can actually sustain it for the rest of his life? Because I'm sure he's doing this based on his income right now. But we've seen many times we were talking about Wayne Brady yesterday, who was at the height of his career and had taken several years off. We He wasn't in the same uh he wasn't, you know, all around on television and doing all the things that he was before. So I'm sure his his, you know, his checking account sort of took a hit as well. So sometimes you are on top and you're making all the money so you can live a certain type of lifestyle. But I mean, should you should he go ahead and figure out how to how to get that number at least to 100,000? I mean, something. <laughs> he needs, yes, he needs to calm that all the way down. We've seen what happened to MC Hammer. Mm. Rolling with the the big the big entourage, yeah, and there was no man. money left. There's a ton of athletes. There's a ton of entertainers that probably are going to call are calling him right now and tomorrow. And I hope that they are and saying, "Bro, you don't need to be spending all that money. The baby moms need to get some jobs. The only <laughs> job you have is to take care of the kids." Yeah, Holly Berry is paying eight grand a month. Yeah, eight grand a eight month. Grand. So now, why she only is she has... paying eight grand a month for? Yeah, she yeah. only got the one kid. Go she got the one kid. Well, she has the she has two children, it's, but one with the, that she's paying the eight grand for. But she's worth ninety million dollars, yeah. and, and Google is not right all the time. So we're just <laughs> going to say she worth she's maybe worth more than that, right? Yeah. So it just to me, it's like you're doing it now. Like you said, you made a great point, but we don't know if his career is going to get even bigger. But based on the Netflix special I saw, I think so. Okay. So I think he's headed in the Kevin Hart direction. Okay. Well, but good. we just don't know, like. You just never know. Yeah. Like, you could say the wrong thing. Something can happen. You can That's lose true. endorsements. You can get canceled, which I'm, wrong. I'm knocking on wood that yeah. that will not happen to him because I am a country Wayne fan. I really am, I and am I hope that now. he does a lot. I hope he does a whole lot, uh, you know, more in the future. Um, someone says, duh, Tyrese pays 20K for one child. Wayne has 10 kids. He equals 200000 200,000 the math maths okay um marvelous marvin thank you so much for trying to check us hey listen right now we got news traffic and sports we're going to continue this conversation on the other side you are listening to the rob report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there what's going on y'all it's your boy little real how are right now you're listening to kbla talk 1580 that's right the rob report you are inside the rob report on kbla talk 1580 Andy, wait, did I, wait, you have to take me back. When we used to do our, uh, was this the song that I used? 
that I didn't get props for, Andy. Okay, so Andy want to go ahead and throw this. What y'all know about this? LSG right there. That's LSG, right? Let me, before I start talking mess. Okay, that's LSG. What y'all know about that LSG? Okay, hope you are feeling good on this Friday. We are having a great conversation with our contributor, Miles Bloxon. I'm always loving when you call, Miles, because you just have so much to talk about. You were going in on this particular comment, so I want to <laughs> go ahead and get straight to it right now. If you're just joining us, of course, we talked about Tupac and the fact that the man that has been connected to his involvement to to the death of Tupac Shakur has been arrested and it's been 27 years 27 years but we're happy about it we just need to see a conviction so we'll feel better in the community we are also talking about Country Wayne whom I love by the way I think he's a funny guy I'm rooting for him all the time but the somebody we we said the math ain't math and somebody over here tried to correct us and you know <laughs> this um. is marvelous Marvin over here he said duh <laughs> Tyrese paid 20k <laughs> for one child Wayne has 10 he pays 200k well listen he says that is in total his entire family he's he spends that children included yes but the mothers of his children all 10 kids that he pays for as well so anyway we will leave that topic alone and jump on this Lauren London conversation well I love Lauren London let me just say that I love her and I understood when she got MIA from social media. This was after the death of her love, her partner, her her life partner, Nipsey Hussle, uh, was taken from us way too early. And she she pretty much stayed off of social media. She started coming on a little bit more, especially when she was collaborating with Puma and doing a lot of things with um his foundation and clothing uh, foundation and and his clo- his foundation and his clothing line. She was doing a lot of different things as far as uh, social media is concerned. But for the most part, that's all you really see of her. Um, she talked about the reason why she's at Revolt and she's being asked the question of why doesn't she post on social media? Let's take a listen to what Lauren London had to say. It's only because... It's just filled with so many opinions, and I believe opinions are like little weapons that hurt everyone to the core, and I don't want to be a part of that. It's interesting that, that you said you suck at it. I feel that maybe it's people out here who feel like it. Every time we get a post from you, yeah. it's like, oh, Lauren posted. We gotta go. We gotta check this out. Because I'm not, like, I, I guess, like, I don't post enough, um, and I guess I should, but I also don't want to, like, play the game. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, you know what? You you had so much to say, Miles. Go ahead and take it away. Do you do you, do you agree? Whoa. Number one with Lauren London, the fact that she says everyone's opinions are like little weapons. Oh my gosh, I've never really heard it put that way. Um, it's so simple, but it's so profound, and I agree with her. What do you think about that? I totally believe that because I believe at the end of the day we're all connected and we're all one. So when you say negative things, that goes at that person. That affects them and their energy, and that affects you, too, because you're hurting yourself in the process. So it's Mm. like you're attacking each other, and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what she's talking about because I feel like she's really been on her energy journey and figuring out who she is, being more connected to self. But when you really start doing the work and you think about 
when you gossip and when you do all this stuff, how you feel when you go home, you feel very low vibrational. You probably feel exerted. Your, your energy's gone the whole nine. Mm. So I believe when you get onto social media, if you're scrolling and you're looking at everybody's life and you're seeing everybody's opinion and people have opinions about you, that's what happens. I mean, I post stuff that I'm in the gym and I'm playing around and people be like, oh, you didn't bend your knees enough. And I'm like, are you a trainer? <laughs> oh, really? Like, wow. <laughs> are you qualified? Are you certified? Like, yeah. well, I have a trainer right here behind the camera, you know, taking the <laughs> video. So I can only imagine what she probably went yeah. through and what other people go through that are on these major platforms because everybody has an opinion about your life and what you're doing. And, you know, it's just one of those places. It's like going to Walmart to me. When you go to Walmart... Mm. You go to Walmart, you see all different types of people. You're subjected to any type of personality. It does not matter. That's what social media is. You don't get to decide what type of class of people you're going to be around. You don't get to decide your atmosphere. You just have to deal with everybody. Wait, but let me ask so, you a question. You know, is is each social media platform different? Like, like Walmart versus mm. Target? You get what I mean? Are you going to get a certain type of person going to Instagram than you would at, at on Twitter or X? I mean... You know, <laughs> it's all it to me is all the same thing. It's like when a new spot gets popping and it's a nice crowd of people. You're like, oh, that crowd was so nice. Three weeks later, when everybody else find out about it, it goes downhill. That's how social media platforms are. <laughs> you That's know what? I, I I agree with you to a certain extent. I do feel like Facebook is the nice. The nicest, probably kindest uh, social media platform. Mm -hmm. And that's just because, uh, you know, when Facebook first came out, it was really about reconnecting with family, connecting with old classmates and things like that. It's, it was a reconnecting tool. It was a platform to to find people. Right. So, of course, you yeah. know these people in real life. Facebook is more about who you know in real life. That's literally how I see I it. I can see that. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, y'all almost get different content from me on Instagram than you than you would on Facebook. Because, again, I know you uh -huh. all on Facebook. Instagram, it is really more about, for me, at this stage in the game, it's really more about... Um, not even branding so much. I, I don't necessarily care as much as I used to about branding, but it is career driven. It is really a highlight mm -hmm. reel. Like you mentioned before, it is definitely more so that, but even, and I'm, I, I really, I honestly say that I'm one of the nicest people in the world, but don't come for me because I'm so nice. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't come <laughs> for me. Cause I will literally, I may not have time, but I'm a fine time to come at you. And like, we are going to go, we're going to go head to head on social media. Um, Man. you know, and it's true sometimes because I feel like I n none of what I posted warranted all of these comments, um, from certain people. Now, I do take a lot of clips from this show, Miles. I, I I take clips from this show when it's really engaging conversations. And I take it, I might take like a little snippet and put it on Instagram or put it on TikTok. And a lot of them garner a lot of attention. And with people who don't know me, people who don't follow me, they just come on because they find the real, they find the content. And when I tell you people have come at my neck, I'm talking about, oh so, yeah, so the whole, like, little weapons thing, she's so right about it. So what I've had a tendency to do is, like you said, I post and I ghost. Sometimes I'll, I'll you know, <laughs> engage in conversation if, it, if I feel like it's worth it. But after a while, I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all can have it. I just put it on here because I wanted y'all to go. I wanted you guys to get into it, not me. You get what I mean? 
Right. No, I totally agree with you. And I totally understand. And I like the way that you look at the platforms in a different way. You know, but I just don't think everybody looks at it the way that you look at it. Like, I think that I also see Facebook as more of like a family in like college, because I remember when it first came out, it was all about you had to be in college to to get on Facebook. And then they start opening up to more people and more people and more people. Hmm. So my mom is probably the most active on Facebook than she is on any platform. So I do tend to be, it's more family oriented for me when I do respond to something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's mostly family members and old people that I went to school with and stuff like that. But I also hear from some of my friends, they'll be like, I had a crazy argument on Facebook today. And I'm like, about what? (laughs) Like, Who could you be arguing with on Facebook? (laughs) Some people go at it on Facebook about politics, religion, whatever, you name it. They have they have all out debates. And I'm like, where is this happening at and why? (laughs) So you'll be surprised how people utilize it differently. You know, yes. What I do also have to realize, though, is that every single person, everyone is in a different stage of their life. Mm-hmm. Right there. At one Absolutely. point, I put out everything uh, personal. I, I branded my family. Actually, we became the billionaires. Oh. You know, our family was completely branded on social media. And P- it, we branded it so well that if you ever saw us in real life people started screaming out billionaires you know what i mean like we bring because yeah, hey come on now i mean you know it's it's, it's trademark it now you know girl. billionaires is trademark you know come on i'm just we, we about that business too <laughs> but anyway it. yes anyway my point is that it was really all about family and that and that's you know until i got my my career started going in the right direction. I started, you know, doing interviews. And then it really became about trying to build a brand, trying to build, you know, a career for myself and a brand for myself. And then I got to a point where I was like, not to sound, you know, <laughs> a certain kind of way. I, I don't want this to come off, you know, like I, like I'm, you know, you know, I, I don't know how you guys are going to take it. But anyway, I was like, you know what? At a certain point, I don't need to brand myself anymore. If you're curious about me, the famous words, you can Google me, right? Google me. <laughs> the famous words, go ahead and Google me. If you if you are curious, I stopped trying to brand myself because at a certain point, it is what it is. Like there's enough information out there that I, I don't have to like try to prove everything that I've done when I have done that as well. I've tried, tried to prove to get better, to get bigger, to get better. But, um, you know, I'm just at a different place in my life. Sometimes I'm like, oh, let me post a picture because I think I look cute today. Other times I'm like, you know, this is a great interview. You know, other times it is about my family. So, you know, I think everybody just has a different place in their in their life. And that's how they utilize social media. Um, quick question yeah. about this, Miles, and feel free, free to jump in after this. But do you feel as though social media is going to reset at some point like it's too big it's too monotonous it's the same thing every single day there's nothing new does it can we keep going that way or is it becoming redundant and do we need to reset the button somehow i think something else is going to come out that's going to be even more addictive to be quite honest because i think like people are eating this up when it comes to money you know, when it comes, it's all about the advertising. It's all about the money. They mm-hmm. start things and they're free and then they start getting money from it. So to me, I, I don't know what's going to happen unless the government gets involved like other governments do in other countries and say, hey, we can't have Facebook here. We can't have Instagram. There's certain places you travel. You don't have access to certain things, mm-hmm. filters and all. So, you know, I don't know if America is ready for that. I don't know. If we're just like too far into ourselves to ever get to a point to where we really want to just 
have these face-to-face conversations and, you know, be around each other like we used to. Because now we just do everything through social media. Oh, did you see what I posted yesterday? Mm -hmm. I'll ask my friend straight up, how was your weekend? They'll be like, oh, you didn't see my post? I'm asking (laughs) you in your face how your weekend is. You know what I mean? We're getting to that point to where it's like, oh, you should know everything about me. You know, when I don't see you for three weeks, I should have been kept keeping up with your feet. So I just don't know. I think that we're too far into this new space of like, I posted so everybody should know what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And I really, really, really struggle with that because I don't post all of my wins. I keep keep them to myself because I'm in the moment when I'm there. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel guilty because I'm like, I never posted anything. And it's like, it's a struggle, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, I think that we would have to get out of that mindset in order for us to have a reset. And who's going to do the reset? Who's responsible for that? Yeah, great, great, great question. Um, I don't even have the answer, but I do know that everything goes through a reset. All things. The thing that we think is the coolest thing in the world. At some point, something different will come or everything has a capacity Everything has a, right. everything is a bubble. And at some point, the bubble, if it gets too heavy, if it gets too full, it will burst and something else will kind of come in its place or someone will take that and make it better. So to your point, something could be coming along that's even more addictive. I'm not sure. But what I'm trying to learn to do at this stage in my life is li- literally just have uh, breaks from social media weeks or months mm-hmm. at a time to where you don't have to know everything that I'm doing or you know where to catch me. Y'all know I'm on here at KBLA 1586 to 7 p.m. Y'all know I'm here. So if you want to tap in, come on and tap in. But I don't have to be on social media all the time because you do have to quiet the noise from time to time. So that's just what I'm learning right now. And hopefully whatever comes uh, in the future, I will be already adjusted to, you know, taking breaks and things like that. So that is just me and how how I roll. Um, wow. OK, so, yeah. Anyway, Miles Bloxon, it's so fun to have you on having conversations. Please let everybody know where they can find you online. MilesToMogul.com and MilesToMogul on Instagram. So it's M-I-L-E-S-T-O-M-O-G-U-L. And thanks for having me, Robin. Here's so, it's so funny because here we are talking about staying off of social media. And I'm like, where, where can everybody find you online? And you're like, girl, if you don't <laughs> stop giving out this profile. Okay, that's all good. Well, listen, we appreciate you so much and uh, definitely appreciate you calling. And we'll look forward to another conversation with you soon. Thank you. Enjoy your night. When we come forward, I might try to do something a little bit different. I want to come up with um, another type of thing that I want you guys to get familiar with. We might try that on the other side. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. Okay, so you know how we're always talking about who's got next, and really it's always surrounding musicians. I've noticed that a lot. But we did talk about starting to open it up a little bit, trying to, you know, put more people on the map or just show you things that are happening that you may not have seen. Um, This is what you should know. This is going to be something new. So work with me here. Work with me here. Well, this one comes from Alex Ohanian. He is the husband to Serena Williams. As you know, they share two children together. But he made this video, and I just thought it was the cutest thing and maybe something we could all implement in our own lives, not being on television. All right, if that may, you'll, you'll understand after we listen to the clip. Take a listen. 
So I started playing this fun game with Olympia when I do live TV appearances. I'll ask her for a word or two that I can say on air that will let her know I'm thinking about her. This time, I was going on CNBC for the big Instacart IPO day. I was lucky enough to be a seed investor. And I asked Olympia, what do you want me to say on TV for you? And she said, taco ice cream. It wasn't easy, but let me know how you think I did. Speaking as an individual user, the value prop of Instacart got way more compelling once I had my first kid. And even now with a one month old at home, the ability to be able to scroll through and say, hey, it's Tuesday, let's get tacos, or I just want some ice cream. Like the, the, whether it's the impulse buy or the necessity if I just need this now, um, that has power, that has value. And I think the market's gonna keep showing that there are needs for this. They're gonna get fulfilled by folks uh, at a price point that, that the, makes sense. The, the question How cute is the fact that he was able to mention ice cream and taco specifically incorporate that into his 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 speech it wasn't a speech necessarily but it was his appearance and he incorporated that just to let his his daughter know that he was thinking of her right in that moment I just thought that was the cutest thing ever and though most of us are not on television every day or even regularly or if ever there are still ways I believe that we can incorporate something when it comes to our kids. Like I'm really big on that type of thing. So it just raises the awareness a little bit. Um, so anyway, that is what you should know. Now, what I don't want you to miss is something that I've seen recently. Equalizer three. Andy, have you seen Equalizer one or two? One or two? What? Andy, it's Denzel Washington. Okay. All right. We're going to have a little talk after the show it's it's denzel washington first of all equalizer one is 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 a different kind of move like it's a different kind of movie and then equalizer two i felt like okay all right cool but you know it's always hard to add up to that to that first you know movie well equalizer three came out september 1st and it's in theaters right now. Obviously, the strike was happening, so a lot of people weren't able to promote their movies, promote their shows. But uh, I'm, I'm like over here doing it for Denzel, okay? We got to go ahead and support. We did watch the movie. I felt like it was beautiful. It was fantastic. And he reunited with Dakota Fanning, who was in the movie Man on Fire, the movie Man on Fire. Remember Denzel saving the little girl, Dakota Fanning? Well, anyway, they have reunited in this film. It is really beautiful. I think you guys should definitely check that out and um, and support. Again, that's the name of the game. It is about supporting. Um, it's been a great week, you guys. It's a great week. Happy Friday. Uh, hello to you, William. Is it healed or hailed? Okay. Well, William, glad to have you on board. Hello, Angel Hall and Forrest Harrison and Deborah Chicoa and Pretty Brown Mimi was in here. Jay West, hello to you. I see you. Leela, I see you. Um, Fahima, thank you so much. I see you as well. We appreciate Bruce Jones. If you're still in the building, hey, to you as well. So um, I appreciate you guys as always. We're going to be right back on deck with another hot show next week. You already know. Well, listen, you guys, I appreciate you so much. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.